0: Great clap from Jordan, and we're back. Safety's Off Show, episode 15. The haters said we couldn't do it, but here we are, 15 episodes later. Let's just go ahead and roll right into the ads. Let's do it. You got your ads ready? I do have my right, ads I'll do it. All right, I'll do Dirty Duck. Here we go. Dirty Duck Coffee. Years ago, a passion and legacy was created over common obsession for the wild pursuit of waterfowl. It evolved into a coffee and an apparel brand called Dirty Duck. Our Dirty Duck stuff came in today. Some hoodies, some shirts, so we're going to be sporting those in the next episodes. Uh, I've replaced my coffee. I've been drinking for years now uh, with Dirty Duck. No offense to community coffee, but, oh, yeah, show it off, man. Show off the shirt. Kaboom! New shirt if you Check watch it on it. YouTube. No shirt. Check it. Uh, it's the easiest ad read of all time for me because the coffee is awesome. It really is. Use code KCO15 for 15% off your entire purchase.
1: And just like last week, you know why Tyler had to
0: read that ad? Because I'm the only person with coffee. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to film it and I'm going to put it on Instagram. I'm going to. Put on Instagram, me giving you coffee. It's going to happen. Nobody believes you. Oh, it's going to happen. I'll do the next one. You want to do Trip Tech? I'll do Dino Climb. No, All I right. want to do Dino Climb. Oh, get after it. You Dino Climb. Climb. Dino
1: Climb! Use code KCO15. That is O as in orange. Oh, that's good. Not zero. KCO15 at checkout when he purchased their pre-workout. Because Tyler, <laughs> Tyler's a teacher. And you know what else he is? He's a coach. And when he He's hits that mid-afternoon slump,
0: I do You know what gets day. him
1: spiked back up? What gets him fired up hundred percent of the time? Yes. Bigfoot berry. Bigfoot berry. It says it's a pre workout for climbers. But it's more than that. It's much more. It's so much more. Uh yeah, he has a Bigfoot Berry. He says it's dang good. I need to get some of that too while I'm here.
0: Yes. Hey, and we're technically climbers right now. Climbing we are. up trees.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, me and Justin saddled up. Yeah. Big time. Need some Dino Climb. That's right.
0: Dino Climb, KCO 15 to check out. Next, we have TripTech. We followed them forever. It's a five in one hunting multi tool. Boom. Got one right here. Uh, and it works as a punch. Use it to unscrew choke tubes. Upland hunters can even use it to distinguish between mature or juvenile birds. It's awesome. Everybody needs one on their lanyard. Go get you one today. It's TripTech, T R I P T I K. triptik Trip Let's get to the episode, shall Let's we? Let's do it. Oh, I almost caught that. One. You got that heater on full blast. You got all the windows down, and you're just. you such a. <laughs> all right. So today, uh, Jordan and I are going to talk a little bit about nocturnal deer and how to combat that. Are there nocturnal deer?
1: Are, that's the question. I mean, I think that that's a. That's an ongoing thought. That's a prevailing thought amongst most hunters.
0: That's amongst all old timer hunters. So like yeah. those deer are nocturnal now and you're only gonna kill them in the rut. Or bad hunters who want an excuse. That's me. But I feel like that was a shot at me. <laughs> I
1: didn't say anything. I
0: mean, I did put out so I put out a bag of rice rice bran and a bag of corn on uh, technically Saturday morning, a little after midnight when we got to our land. And the next night, there's like 10 deer just chowing down, eating it all up. They didn't come all day on Saturday, but they're there first thing at, you know, when dark hits, mm-hmm. you know, Saturday night. So, I do mean, I think that's
1: a common thing, you yeah. know,
0: that's why everybody, everybody puts the feeders on timers
1: and, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but even
0: then, like, so that's the first, so let's just go right into it. Way to combat this, the way you could... The most obvious one is your feeders. So it would be get, go to on-time feeders and set it for 6 a.m. and then 4 p.m. or right. something like that. And then basically it's first come, first serve. So the deer, they eventually –
1: that's yeah, a dinner bill. Yeah, and they – As soon they, as they, they hear exactly
0: the tink, tink. But what sucks about that is hogs also hear it. Coons also can figure it out. They climb up. Like yeah. there's,
1: Coons are – I mean, as far as hogs go, like on our lease – well, I guess it's still my lease. Yeah. Will be. Um, you know, we put three-foot panels all the way around all of our feeders. So, hogs haven't been a problem in years. But coons are bad.
0: Pros and cons.
1: Real bad. There are. There are. Which, I mean, I you know, I, I've kind of gotten to where I don't love. Ty- Tyler just just left me. Uh, I, Sorry, I, don't, I had to get up for a second. I don't love hunting over corn anyway. Right. Um, Not that I'm some. You know, giant, great hunter, you know, but I just, I don't know. I like the challenge of, of hunting them natural.
0: Costs a little bit of money, 10 bucks for a sack of corn right now. That, too. Yeah? That, too. Yeah. So, I mean, the feeders, obviously, I don't know if you've seen this, Jordan, but they also have a feeder. Uh, it's Uh Tectonic makes it. So, if you guys could go check that out, that's a free ad on their part. It looks cool. I don't have one. I would love for them to send me one. I'll do a whole review video, so send it uh but no free ads yeah no free ads (coughs) so tectonic has this thing it looks like a log and at daylight you set you program it just like you would your normal feeder at daylight the sides of it open up it's like wings on a lamborghini you know lamborghini doors Lambo lambo doors all right and it and it holds up all day long it's like hydraulic deals on it you know holds the uh holds the doors up so deer could come in there and eat whatever and then you set it for another time at dark and they ease back shut. So they can only get to the feed during the day. That and you know, when I first saw it, I was like, That's dumb, just get a feeder. But that I didn't even think about it. Like when you get a feeder, they don't have to come when it goes off. No. They could come later that night and just be sitting there on the ground. It's true. But with this, they've got to, if they want the corn, if they want the rice bran or whatever's in there, they've got to come during the day.
1: Well, there's something bigger. You said it looks like a log. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's huge. That's exactly huge. what I was about to say about feeders. Is I, I'm gonna say this with a you know with a grain of salt because I have killed mature bucks over corn, but more often than not, your big mature bucks are not coming to feeders. Not during the day. Now, if you yeah. have corn spread at night, sure. But I mean, during the day, they're not going to do it. Yeah. They might. You might see them come close, you know, but they're gonna. They're walking. You know, a, a 500 yard circle around that thing, wending it from every direction before they even think about coming in there. Well, by then, they're you're going to get busted if you're sitting
0: there. Right.
1: That's why you only see pictures of mature bucks at your feeder, if ever, at night or when you're not
0: there. And yeah, that's a great point. So. I mean, that that's that's kind of just like hunting mature bucks. True. Like, to, to my my thing is, like, you want to kill a doe? And all these does, like, I've got oh, like yeah. eight or nine does that are coming out at night. Does are, does you know, what later. Jeff Sturgis says, a two-cents animal. Mm-hmm. They need two senses to get spooked, you know, whether it be here or, or sight or smell. Uh, unlike a buck, and he's all three. He's got a, you know, or excuse me, he needs one. Right. You know, one, he's out of there. <coughs> so, it uh, should be a little easier to kill the doe, but they're still there at night. So, Jeff Sturgis, who I kind of watch on Whitetail Habitat Solutions, if you don't watch any of that stuff, it's great content.
1: He knows more about deer, I would say, than just about anybody.
0: It's unreal. And when he says stuff, you're like, some stuff you just kind of got to trust. Yeah. But other things, you're like, all right, that makes sense. And what makes the most sense to me is that these deer that are on your property at night are not nocturnal they're only on your property at night. Mm-hmm. Your property is what they travel to in the dark. So they may, this is what I was kind of thinking about today. If I'm a deer and you put out a corn you know, a feeder in the middle of a little field or in the middle of your food plot, I'm, they're not the dumbest animal. Mm-mm. They're going to be like, all right, at dark... None of us have ever died before, <laughs> you know <laughs> look around, Jimmy none of nobody's ever died at dark, and then also the cover obviously of there's no light, they just feel more protected so they they're they're more apt to get out in the middle of these fields and actually feed, mm-hmm. so like that deer may be coming at night because you just don't have it set up correctly.
1: Oh well, that's Jeff's biggest thing, yeah, you know is is when we think about deer management, we think about gotta give them protein. Right. You know, we got to plant food plots. Nobody, nobody, water. Nobody, and most people don't think about water either. I was going to bring that up in a minute, but but nobody thinks about. You know, we have to make bedding. Right. Or 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 protect bedding. You know, we have to. His big thing is sixty percent of your land, if you're hunting private, has to be sanctuary, and forty percent is is hunted. Not just hunted, but like that forty percent is the only forty percent that you actually ever enter. Right. That sixty percent you never touch. Nobody does that. I don't. I mean, we don't do that on our property.
0: No, I wish we could. See, I, so now that you say that, I thought about making the center of our property the sanctuary, but that's where we camp. Right. So it's like we're not going to hunt it. So they're they're being pressured <laughs> constantly. Yeah, but they're being by, pressured. By they see, hear or see or you're right. Yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what Serge says: is that you got to have a sanctuary. And I just thought I could just put it anywhere. But now you're right; it makes sense. Like you shouldn't travel through it either. You, no. That's pressure. And
1: that's one of the biggest problems at our lease. You know, there's there's gas wells. There's, they're yeah. checking those things every day. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's made it difficult. But in those situations where it's out of your control, you still have to do everything you can to make the areas that are not being accessed. You know, like the, the gas wells are here and here. Like they're right. only going to drive here and here. Right. So I have all this over here that I can...
0: Shape up to how I want it. That
1: I can shape it. You know, I can, I can hinge cut trees. I can do all kinds of stuff to... Give them more secure areas to keep them there, and that way they're not going to the neighbor's property and and finding it there.
0: That's two. So one way to combat it is if you're hunting over a, a big field, you know, you've you got a big food plot, you've got a an acre food plot, two-acre food plot, whatever. You've got a shooting lane. Don't make it wide enough to drive three trucks across. Like if you got a shooting lane. Mm-hmm. If you do have a big plot or whatever that you're hunting and it's just how your land falls or whatever, put your corner, put your bait tucked away in a corner in the shade. That's where am I right? I mean, does I that not make sense?
1: Never think about that, but yeah. Make so sense. put it
0: put it in the corner in the shade to where they're not having to walk out there and, you know. Yeah. They don't feel like they're in danger or whatever. They can just kinda ease off the shade whatever they feel like they're they're, you know. They're uh, kind of disguised or whatnot in the low light. And that's where you set your stand at, mm-hmm. rather than right in the middle. I mean, growing up, we had what what's called the hayfield stand, and my dad killed a you know 150 class ten point there. He came to a pipe feeder in the middle, but it was in the middle of the rut. He needed something to eat right then. He was chasing. He was like, "I'm about to die." <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I got That's why we killed him. So, but in order to kill other deer in all the seasons, you know, early season, mid-season rut, late season, whatever, I think if we did just, like, feeder placement, I feel like that would have helped us a ton. Because how many deer have you ever seen come out, me, myself, this past weekend, deer comes out at 110, it comes out at 40, but she never came, neither one of the does never came up to my to my corn. Yeah. Because I just feel like they thought it was, they were leery, almost like gab Talking about this past Saturday? Yeah, this past Saturday. So I'm going to uh,
1: die me and Justin saw the same thing on our hawk hunt. Um, I think there's a couple things there. A, it could very well be feeder placement. It could also yeah. just be, right now, there's so much good browse. Yeah. And acorns, you know, there's, they prefer, acorns for sure, they prefer over over corn. Like, they're getting zero yeah. nutrients out of corn. Bucks in particular right now, all they're thinking about is packing on weight because mm-hmm. rut's coming, and they're not going to eat. You know, the same thing. Winter's coming. They're all finding calories. Yeah. And, you know, in, in any form that they can get it. Corn's got nothing. It's it's candy. It tastes
0: good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You so. eat corn before? Have you ever eaten corn? Like whitetail corn? No. Is that something we should do and then post? I don't think you can.
1: It's like rock.
0: Oh, you could do it. They could digest it. You can digest it. Are you scared? I'm not scared. You I'm, seem scared. I'm. I'm a little, if you're scared, too. I'm, I'm a little scared. I know. You seem a little scared.
1: My parents spent a lot of money on these teeth. Oh, it'd be all right. We'll like soak it in some water or something for a little bit. This might be the stupidest conversation we've this ever is had. Terrible. That that's called that's the beginning of of moonshine. Is what you're talking about. What <laughs> soaking corn in water? soaking corn in water and oh. then the so it. I didn't know if that's
0: what it was. That's how dumb. <laughs> that's how great of a person I am. I didn't I know that's how you made moonshine. I, I mean, I've never made it. I don't know. It sounds, Shame on you. Sounds right. Doesn't sound like you did. It's called corn liquor. A lot of things are clicking off my head right now. All right, on to something else. So. <laughs> So, a way to combat the nocturnal deer, I put that in air quotes, in my pea brain, would be to hunt, like I said, like small lanes, or obviously, you could, like what you're saying, hunt oaks, and Justin said the red oaks aren't making this year, and he's so right, I hate to say it. White oaks aren't either. Yeah, so... Not that we've seen. Yeah, so, try to find some oaks that are making acorns, whether they be the tiny little ones or the huge ones, whatever. Um... Try to get around that. Try to get in places that you may only have a 20 yard shot. Mm -hmm. If you can see for 50, 60 steps, so can the deer. (laughs) So they don't feel as as safe in that area. Try hunting. I would say traveling. Like, obviously, it seems like stupid, but say it out loud, but where they're actually just traveling catch them going to the food source and to the bedding source.
1: I mean, that's hunting 101 for sure. I mean, that's – but, I mean, I don't say that like against you. I'm saying a lot of people don't think about that because we've talked about it before, but, you know, and I grew up this way too, so I'm not knocking it, but if you grow up hunting the same family farm or lease or whatever and, you know, we've got these 10 stands, we've got these three stands, or this is my stand, that's daddy's stand, Mm -hmm. you know, and you get stuck in this routine of – Hunting becomes a a lottery where you mm-hmm. just sit there and wait. I mean, if you want to keep doing that, great. But if you're trying to find deer and kill deer, yeah, that aren't just happenstancing upon your your spot, then you're 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 gonna have to get in the mind of a deer and figure out what they're doing, right? You know, especially in this early season stuff, they're hard to find right now.
0: Yeah, and so to get in the nocturnal deer, that's what you got to do. Yeah, because they're not
1: because deer- they're not nocturnal, right? right. I mean, they're yeah. doing they are on their feet during the
0: day. Right. Every
1: deer, everywhere.
0: Feeds five times.
1: Feeds five times a day. Yeah. They're going to.
0: Five times in twenty four hours and then that one like right now if I if I refresh my phone, I've got deer there, I promise you. Like they're so. you know, and because they're there every evening. They come mm-hmm. around there like nine, ten o'clock and they just tear it up, roll out. And during the day I've got the same deer coming. During the day I've got these same they're never there at night. You know, so, so like they're bedding close. Exactly. So mm-hmm. they're bedding close to that. So Then back to another thing to combat it, like what you're saying is have bedding area. Like if you've got a ton of pines, don't just go cutting trails through all of it. Right. Plant some other stuff. Uh, The name is slipping me right now, but it's a type of grass that you can actually plant that grows in the spring and whatnot. That may grow like three, four, five feet tall. Like that's what I'm going to try to do. And I'm going to make some YouTube Mm -hmm. videos on that. Like make some actual bedding areas because Justin said on this podcast once before, and it makes a lot of sense is you want those deer there, they can go off and eat somewhere else. You want them in September, you want them there in hunting season. Yeah. Or if you want them there in hunting season, they've got to have a place to bed. They've got to be able to change that up. And so, like right now, I think these deer that I'm pulling off of other properties, they're bedding on other properties, and they're coming to eat. They found a food source here, but it's not convenient during the day because I don't have as much bedding. Am I making sense? You're not bedding or you don't have, I mean, they just don't feel secure enough You're right. during the
1: day. Yeah. Right.
0: That making sense, yeah. No, it
1: does for sure. And yeah. it, you know, there's different types of bedding for for bucks and does too. I mean, if I mean, all of us are trying to kill that big buck, right? Yeah. I mean, we're meat hunters, we're doe right. slayers too, but yeah, big time doe slayers. But don't get me wrong, not scared. <laughs> Come rut, you know, if I've got meat in the freezer, I'm hunting horns, you know. Um, it, granted, that's kind of a bad point because during hunt during rut, they're going to be traveling a mile in any direction. But you've got to have buck budding, buck betting if you want bucks and so i agree and that's not big grassy fields i mean they they might but you know they want they want strategic locations i mean they're almost military-minded they want to know hey nothing can come get me from this side so i'm going to face this side which is always the way that the wind is blowing in so that i can smell anything coming from that way you know like it's it's very strategic places that's why it's so easy it easy and hard to find buck betting Right. Like when you find a bed and that fits all of this criteria, you know for a fact that's a buck bed. And if you don't have that on your property, you probably don't have bucks there or not sleeping there.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's when like uh which my grandpa's killed a ton of big deer, so like he's it's effective. And my uncles and all this stuff too, but they always say like during the rut they'll mess up. Mm-hmm. Well, I really just don't wanna be a place that only kills deer in the rut. Right. You know, like, I don't want to have to only hunt for two weeks straight or take a week off work to kill the big deer. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to kill the deer in October when it's just me, when it's just bow hunters out, when everybody, you know, doesn't get their 270s out and just molly whopping everything that runs around. Right. I want to be able to get first look at them. So how are you going to do that? It's not always just hunting over the corn pile. Or maybe it is you just strategically place that corn pile. Like, after my my weekend sit, there's one sit, I can kind of see where they're going and I've seen I saw two deer eating, but they weren't eating my corn, eating on acres. So I've got to I've got to change something up. I got to figure something out. I had a perfect wind, everything, everything in my favor, and
1: time to go mobile. Yeah, I got to figure something that's, out. That's when you get out of the, uh, that's when you get out
0: of the sets, man. Yeah, uh, maybe I should have go find them. Yeah, uh, I opened up this article from Jeff Sturgis on wild, wild ugh, from Whitetail Habitat Solutions. And the first thing I read is establishing establishing at least sixty percent of your land within contiguous true sanctuary acres, which means where deer never see you, hear you, or smell you. Mm
1: -hmm. They've gotta have that.
0: They gotta have that safe safe space. Yeah. Gosh, I'm such an idiot. Why didn't I think of that? I thought, oh, I just won't hunt it. I'll just drive by it every morning. Well, that's that's so we on, on the same piece of property.
1: It makes a weird shape, but right in the middle of it, there's kind of this pie piece yeah. that was somebody else's, and we ended up getting, a couple of us got access to hunt it, you know, when, when we were allowed to, but that became the sanctuary. We had cameras in there, and there was tons of deer in there yeah. all the time. Now, last year, there weren't for some reason, but the big bucks were always on that property because they knew no one, there's nobody no wells there, there. there. Yeah. there's nobody hunting there, they never come within this fence.
0: Right. Uh, Another thing in this article that I'm reading, you know, you want to see into a deer's brain, but you really want to see into his stomach, early-season stomach. Sounds like me. (laughs) Yeah, early-season stomach, mid-season late mid during a rut, you want to see into his brain. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) Mm -hmm. you want to see where he's scraping, where the does are, this and that, but early-season stomach. So uh, it says, if you lack both the cover and food to provide two daytime snacks and one afternoon dinner, you can expect the deer herd to live somewhere else that does. So if you can't give enough cover and enough food, your corn pile is not probably not giving enough food for two for two uh, continuous continuous food food supply. So like,
1: well, again, that's they're not that's not a food source anyway. Correct, uh, that's right. And a lot of people, a lot of people think that right. Well, I'm giving them corn. They're getting right. no, they're not they're getting nothing from that. They're right. coming to that for dessert. They've eat, they've been eating for
0: hours before
1: they so got there. So your food
0: plot's more effective. Your food plot and then your trees, yeah. obviously your oaks and stuff right. like that. But I think. I think it goes oaks, natural stuff like that. Then it goes food plot. Then it goes corn pile. Like mm-hmm. corn pile is like the kill spot. Right. It's the added little flavor like, oh, I've, I've already got them here, but I want them right here to take this shot. Yeah. So that's why I'm putting this right here. Mm-hmm. So you've got to find a little area, and then hopefully I'll get to put this on film or get to post this. But like, like my spot I was at Saturday was all these oaks that are dropping acorns, and I put a corn pile at 20. When when the deer gets there, that's 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 where I'm smoking, you know. Like all this other should get them here, should get them in the vicinity, but this oh. is the this is the kill spot. So
1: we did that with our food plots too. Um, like you know, little kill plots. Yeah, if we plant, you know, because we've got these massive pipelines. I mean, we're not we're not spending ten thousand dollars to plant them all in in these high grain food plots. But if right. we're planting the whole thing in in wheat that year, you know, then I will take a bag of the. Of the mixed seed, you know where you've got the, brassica. the brassicas and yeah. the and the legumes and all that. Um, and I'll put that around the bow stands specifically.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Just a little something different for them st- to come to,
1: because that's the, again that's where they're getting nutrients. They're not getting much out of the grasses right. and the and the grains, but they're going to get a ton out of that. Um, you know whatever it is, your Brutabagas and your and your
0: lettuces and. Yeah, your brassica and your winter rye, your winter pea stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm holding on to five pounds of winter rye and winter pea, uh, just to make sure my stuff that I planted, the backwood attractions that I planted, is actually coming up. It's not coming up just fantastic, but it is coming up some. And uh, I've had a couple bucks coming to it, but I've got a little bit of winter rye, winter, winter pea packed in the old back pocket, just in case. I'll wait for a rain. It yes. rained in two weeks. Yes. Yes.
1: On that note, that is a huge thing i think people miss too i mean and here it's not as big of an issue you know it's water water yeah it it's flat here it rains all the time typically nobody here thinks about water although right now we should be i can tell you that from saturday but you know in other parts of the country maybe you're missing it too i mean that's well i
0: think here too a lot of the deer get their water source from the vegetation they
1: are getting some from the vegetation but they're gonna drink
0: yeah a lot i mean they're
1: still they're they're a large animal you know, they're going to drink water. So if you're not, granted, I mean, you're, if your property has a creek, they could be taking a sip at any point, you know. Right. But if you're on a big dry spot and you only have one little pond, chances are there's deer there a lot.
0: Which are in Louisiana is very unlikely. Very unlikely. Unless you're hunting like cow pasture.
1: But, you know, I mean, we don't know where people are listening from. Right. They, could, they could have that. But I can tell you just from the place that me and Justin hunted opening day, I mean, it's, I think it's 4,000 acres. And after we got done hunting, we went to this spot that was about 15 miles away, it felt like, that he wanted to (laughs) scout. It was this, you know, kind of convergence of all these creeks. Um, Every creek that we passed, that we crossed, getting there was dry, and we finally get to this spot that looks stupid wet on the map, and it's bone dry. And we found zero sign from where we hunted to that point, and it was almost five miles away. Goodness. We walked four and a half miles to get to that spot and did not find a drop of water.
0: So there's food source but no water source.
1: Right, and found no deer or no sign. Yeah. Or one spot was sign. but and it was wet, ironically. Not ironically. I mean, that that's the thing. That's the truth, yeah. Yeah. So they're not there. They will be. There's tons of stuff in there mm-hmm. that, they, that they'll – I mean, tons of bedding, tons of food, but they're not going to be there if there's no water there.
0: It makes sense. I don't know the whole – we need to have a biologist on so bad. I need to hit that guy up. We do. We need a biologist on just to ask like, what how much water. I don't know any of that stuff. I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't either. I don't you know, know specifics. But I do want to point out. I thought it was a great quote. You got to see inside of a deer's stomach right now and a deer's brain in November. Mm-hmm. Can we put that on a shirt or something? Is that one of my greatest quotes of all time?
1: Like a like a well, well that wasn't your quote. Didn't you get that from? No, the... that was my quote. Oh,
0: That was you. Yeah, it was me. Oh, I, I mean, I got it from from the synopsis of this. Right,
1: but I mean, but you my put it together.
0: P brain. Oh, that's that that's
1: definitely a shirt. It might be a tattoo. Maybe like a like a deer stomach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It might be in a brain. It might be a tattoo. Yeah. Just think about it.
1: Wait of a deer's heart's through its stomach in October.
0: Yeah. October stomach, November brain. The rest of the mm-hmm. year, who knows? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Probably not. <laughs> it's too cold. Uh, well, that was a great conversation about that. Let's move on though, because uh, I feel like we talked forever about it. Yeah. Let's move on to the leaky waiter, my favorite me go first. Leaky winter.
1: Are we not going to tell the people about our opening day hunts, though?
0: Oh, sure. You want to give a little synopsis? Go is ahead. Is it synopsis? Is that? Uh, is that the right word? I love that word. Thank you. Uh, no, my just very simply, um, I hunted a ground blind. I had to coach late at night on Friday night or had to be at the game and then had to go to where we actually hunt. I had to get my four wheeler, go where we actually hunt, got there at midnight. Then I wanted to put out my ground blind that Todd Wee said. Tide Wee? And it's actually a sweet, sweet ground blind. If you don't know, if you haven't seen it, Todd Wee makes this blind. You can see 200, 270 degrees. You can see through the blind, mm-hmm. which is pretty dang no, that's cool. That's really cool. So you don't have to have your window up. You know, let's say, like, you got bushes and stuff everywhere. Just have it up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have it down. Excuse me. You can just see through the blind. You know he's, he or she is coming. And then, bam, you're ready. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I like the way the windows work too. The windows are very, yeah. I I keep, we keep talking about it. I just need to do a review video and talk about it. Yeah. So, well, that'll be coming soon. But anyway, so, uh, got the blind set up around 1 a.m. Threw some corn and some rice bran out, went back to the tent, uh, tried to sleep. I could not because Travis, if you've watched any of our other videos and you've seen Travis, he's never on here, um, Travis might be the worst snorer of all time. I can totally see that. Holy moly. Uh mm-hmm. to the point where it's not like frustrating, it's you're fighting mad. Should, you're like, "Should
1: we should we try to get sponsored by like a CPAP company?" Oh, i
0: will reach out for Travis, like reach out. All prayers to Travis. Like something's going on. <laughs> like it's not normal. I I snore bad. I've he's yelling. He's yelling at me. Like it's, like it's anyway, he's, anyways, he's it's, snoring in all caps. It's awful. I mean, there's, it's probably why we didn't see many deers because he's snoring and they're just all running off all throughout the night. It's awful. So, uh, but my sit was pretty boring, honestly, like not a ton of action. Saw a couple of does at 110 yards and then one at 40 for about two seconds, walk off. Couldn't even hit record on the camera. But I think it's because I didn't have a ton of bait.
1: It's also cause you didn't have a,
0: didn't no have good, a cameraman, didn't have a cameraman and you didn't have a partner. You uh, traveled with your partner. I did. you made had, it happen. Got a short sit.
1: Uh, yeah. So, you know, Justin calls me out for all kind of stuff. I'm calling him out. The dude sat. We worked. We worked hard to get to this spot. Okay. Yeah. Like he's got it out. He did all the all the preemptive work. More power to him. Proud of him. And we didn't even hunt the spot that he had marked. I don't think we walked like another half a he mile. Was but that. we rode bikes in for like a mile
0: BMX or mountain
1: mountain I have not ridden a bike since BMX was cool Yeah uh about 50 yards in I was about to die literally <laughs> I I said what have we done Anyway yeah. a mile later we finally get there then we walk another I don't know mile half yeah. a mile three quarters of a mile to wherever we decided to stop So if there's a lot invested in this at this time right, at this yeah. point right You're sweating it was chilly, Pretty so chilly, I wasn't yeah. too sweaty, but also I was tired. Anyway, yeah, we sat for let's see, it was daylight at six thirty ish. Yep. We got down before nine o'clock. And at eight thirty he was trying to get down. I was like, dude, let's at least sit till nine. He was don't like, okay, mentality. Okay, we'll sit till nine. Yeah, like yeah, nine o'clock flight. Yeah. Uh eight forty five we were down. So Just wasn't feeling good about the set. Guess he didn't like the spot. I don't know. I was having a blast. That's <sighs> that's my first time being a camera guy on a hunt. it was fun. Loved it. Camera guy's fun. I've never been that excited to see a woodpecker.
0: Yeah. And yeah, because your mindset's different than the hunter. Yeah. Like, the hunter's wanting the deer and getting on camera, and you're like, I'm I've like, got to feel B-roll. B-roll. Yeah, I've got to get yes. some different stuff. Yeah.
1: Like, I spent probably 45 minutes trying to get this dang squirrel on camera, and <laughs> finally <laughs> got him, yeah. and it was like my crowning achievement, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, got a sick squirrel video. It man. was it epic. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, so, the cameraman to hunter, we mm-hmm. should talk about that in the podcast. We should get Hunter Johnson on and talk to him about that. How different Wade, the aspects are. You need get
1: Wade Britt on for that, too.
0: Sure. I'm all about that.
1: Pretty um, cool. Yeah, be looking for that video, by the way. Uh, I mean, got some epic B-roll. But then we got down from there. Did not see a deer. Um, got down from there, went, went to that spot that I talked about. It was literally almost five miles away. Uh Found nothing. Found that they're at water somewhere else And then walked the same distance back And then rode the bikes another mile back out It was I'm sore It was exhausting Mm, prayers. You know We we did a ton of scouting We learned We learned a lot Uh, I mean it was mostly where not to go But I mean that's valuable When you're looking at a map That's covered in big woods Like you gotta be able to X some stuff off Really? Yeah Um, And we found some We found one spot that had Excellent sign A couple things And we found this one plant that they were just hammering on everywhere that we saw this little plant, it was nipped off. Hmm. If there was three stalks of it in the middle of nothing with no sign, it was nipped off. I like what it was. It was, we, he had some app that, yeah. that said what it was, some Japanese kind of something, Japanese Miller. stilt, no Japanese stilt grass. Oh,
0: huh.
1: never seen it before. Or I've seen, I've, I've seen it. It's a, it just like it sounds. It's a green. Yeah. It's a green shoot that looks almost like little bamboo, but right. it's, but it's grass. But they were nipping it down to the studs.
0: Really, mm-hmm. loved it. So that's what you're scouting for next time. Is you trying to find well, that's like that. food source that they like. And then we right. found,
1: you know, in in finding that and some other things, you know, finding a stand of white oaks. We found scrapes, and right. I mean, there was one area that was that was worth going back to. So they're
0: already scraping over there. Mm-hmm. Young bucks are they're trying to figure it out. It was a pretty good sight i mean really?
1: I, I don't think that was one time they must they probably hitting it continually yeah. the licking branch had been chewed it had been hit so hard mm. the edge of it was all gnarled and i, I got it on video i don't know I if, it'll, a good spot. if it'll stay you don't, in ruin, it post, it. don't but, ruin
0: it don't ruin it well. we gotta see it on youtube yeah huh well i'm i'm excited about this weekend too this friday on our property at my one stand i have a hundred percent Likelihood of seeing a deer is what Huntwise says. Ooh. Now I will say Hunt Wise this past weekend was like spot on. It was like you're gonna see basically it was like a forty-five percent at nine a.m. Saw the deer. There you go. Now I understand like I saw the deer in my little bitty scope of you know the lane I was watching, but mm-hmm. the deer movement that morning, like it's pretty impressive to get it correct.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. And, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, go back and if you haven't, go back and listen to the interview with the Huntwise guy. Yes. I was dumbfounded. Yes, because I've I've bad. known about Huntwise for years, right? And I always thought that was snake oil. Like, okay, same. They're going to tell me when the deer is coming right, out. Yeah. But my gosh, there's a lot of science that goes into that.
0: A lot of science, and it was pretty dang accurate. Pretty, I believe like, I really want to go this Friday because a- it's a hundred percent.
1: After hearing how how much. Time and research and effort and true science. Like right. I don't mean science. I mean science. Yeah, has gone into this. I mean I don't doubt that it's science and data. That it's There's dead tons on. Of tons of data.
0: They're getting together
1: from like tons of companies. Yep. I mean they're getting data from all over the all over the place.
0: Yeah, and it that blew my little pea brain too. Yeah, hundred percent crazy. hundred percent fired up. Are you fired God, up? Dang it! So let's move on to leaky waiters. Let's do it. Our last thing to wrap up my leaky waiter of the week. First off. A kid told me. I asked him what he was doing this weekend, and the kid said he's just going to go listen to some Spotify and watch Roku this weekend and over break. And that's my leaky waiter, knowing that I can't just do that. That's my first leaky waiter. Like I can't just watch Roku. Oh, I thought
1: you were going to say it was and, that he said he was going to listen to anything but us on Spotify. No, no, no. He just was oh. going
0: to do that all weekend. I was like, that's the sickest weekend I've well, ever heard of.
1: Tell him we. He know a great podcast great. he should listen to on I Spotify. Done
0: it. Uh, but my real leaky waiter is that. I've had my rangefinder set uh, set as uh, measuring meters this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it set as measuring meters, and uh, have
1: you been siding in with that? Yeah, bro, we gonna have to leave it now.
0: No, today I fixed it. Did you fix the bow? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, you could have left it like the deer. I could have just left it and done meters everywhere, but like the deer don't know. Are, I, the deer don't know exactly. But it's but if, like, I go to your house and I want to shoot, Dude, like, was that a
1: British arrow? What yeah,
0: is? and you're like, is this know. this is 20 yards, and I'm, you know, it's a little bit, I think meters a little bit further. Barely, but a it's a bar- little bit. I mean, I've been shooting this whole time a little bit high. I
1: think a meter is 3.3 feet instead of 3 yeah. feet. So yeah. I, sw-
0: I swapped it a while back from meters to yards. Like, oh, that's weird. And I swapped it to yards. I didn't think about it. I started ranging stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm just shooting high. It's probably just me. Kept shooting, kept shooting. This is a few days, and I'm like, "You moron, you sighted it in to meters," and I just today I adjusted a couple of things on my bow, and I'm back to dial it in at 20 yards. But you're lucky you didn't see anything Saturday, or was this after that? Well, I had it set. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I screwed it up. I'd have shot it right in the freaking backstrap. Just so that would have been a leaky yeah. later. Yeah, that'd have been terrible. Jeez. So I caught it. So I'm experienced hunter. No big deal. Good for you. No,
1: that's 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 impressive. No, no. Uh, let's see. I had a I had a couple that I wanted to go with. Uh, one of which, oh, I can talk about it now. So, a kudos to me for following through after after laying it out there for the whole world that we were going to have a hog video.
0: That's true. And Before you, you we even one. went, yeah.
1: that was not a just wait for the content to come out. No, we had not gone yet. So that was that was a big leap of faith. Yeah. Uh, and we did it. That's P- true. Pulled it off. But That's impressive. Here's where. Even though it ended well, this is the leaky waiter part of that. Uh so we went to all that happened because the the president of the lease that I'm always talking about said we could come kill some hogs. They're overrun with we them. We got a problem. Always have been. Uh so we go we go out there, we go to the stand that they're getting morning pictures of pigs because we can only hunt the morning. Uh we sat because I was hunt the shooter that day, so we sat more than forty five minutes. Right. We sat for I don't know. Four hours probably, three Jesus. hours, three, three, four hours for pigs. For, hogs. for yeah, pigs, no impressive. less. Probably three hours.
0: Well that content. Oh, that on work. top
1: of that, old boy had told me, I asked him specifically, there's two chairs in there, right? And he's like, Yeah, for sure. Not only is there not two chairs, there's not one chairs, there's no chairs. So we were on our knees for half of this until the sun finally came up. And then Justin opens the door to that. We're in a big box blind. Yeah. And he opens the door to get some kind of B-roll out there. And he's like, oh, hey, there's chairs down here. Somebody throwing them out in the woods. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so we got the chairs. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, like, we're filming all that. We're filming. We're, we're seeing deer. Right. Really cool deer with, like, this double throat patch. Like, you know, we're filming hawks yeah. and like tons of jokes. Justin had to go poop so bad that he had to like like caveman walk across the <laughs> pipeline and I'm like uh, give a National Geographic, yes. you know, uh voice as he as he's going across. Like really good footage. Yeah. All right, we do all that. Entertaining. Entertaining. I mean, that's I'm doing this for the fans. So that's all, that's all that's all this is about. Uh then we we leave there, we go to the other half of the lease cuz I've got multiple cameras out. Um when we stop at the first place for me to go get a camera. He's got a phone call, so I go in, get the camera, come back out, and he's sitting there dead silent. I was like, Oh, it must have been a bad phone call. And I get in and i you know, back the truck up. He's like, So, uh, you know how you were worried that I forgot I was worried about something on the video? I was like, Yeah, he was like, You don't have to worry about that anymore. I was like, Wow, he said. I just deleted the whole thing. Oh. I said, what? Yeah. Well, in his defense, he showed me what happened. That camera is very complicated. He told me about it, too. Super complicated. Yeah. It's The way they do it is stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like four hours of, of, not four hours of video, but four hours of sit yeah. and all the video leading up, deleted, gone, dead. Now, granted, then we go when we kill the pigs when we get the whole zombie pig right. thing. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Don't judge me. Hogs. That's that's the other part of my waiter. But mm-hmm. you know, um, that would have been when it would have it would have all been so much better.
0: Yeah. Then
1: we go actually find the pig, and then you know I look like I can't shoot.
0: But you had several deadly shots on there. Hogs are tough. I had seven.
1: I shot eight times. I had seven lethal hits on that pig. Yeah. Hogs I want to say that again. Everybody says that. This is not me bsing. We looked at the footage. And compared that to the pig and counted the holes on the pig. We are not out here making unethical shots with weapons that aren't sighted in or non-hunting ammo. Yeah. Stop it. I'm just joking. There was, there were, what was it? Four. There were four headshots. Well placed headshots. It's unreal, and it's all. Like, on I'm not talking about nose. I'm how, talking about
0: dome. How soon do they take that down?
1: Four headshots and three. One gut shot that was. If you if you watch the video, the pig's running away and quartered away.
0: I put it right here,
1: and so it came. It, yeah, right where it should it. be. Right yeah. here, and all through the vitals. That one, and then two more heart shots, and the second one is the one that finally. They're the toughest did it. animal. I've never seen ever. anything
0: like that in my life. Yeah. Uh, you I you hear feel people terrible. talk about it all the time. Exactly. Like you just want to I mean that's you want to. That's kill not what it I want to do. It. I hate yeah. hogs,
1: but I'm not trying to make any animal suffer. That's right. why I went to that's why I went to put it down. Yeah, like when exactly, she was still yeah. breathing, I said, yeah. I miss brain. Yeah. I'm gonna go finish this, right. you know,
0: and Yeah, it's not like you're sick twisted Jeffrey Dahmer and just wanna watch it. I haven't know, watched not. that yet. No, uh, I don't. I'm don't. gonna I'm gonna have to. Ugh. But anyway. It was a great week. All was, in all great week. Looking forward to the next weekend. Yep. I hope everybody's getting out there. Got a little chilly. Um I'm I'm excited about the weather change. It's just leaves are falling off trees. Man, it's just it's fall, y'all. It's fall, it's fall y'all.
1: y'all. Oh, where's my pumpkin spice?
0: Uh, so yeah. Uh go watch zombie, Jordan versus zombie Jordan hog Jordan versus on zombie hog or pig. I changed it back to hog. Hog. I put okay, it back Jordan hog. versus hog yep. uh, Humbie. Hombie. Yep. Zombie pig. Zombie pig, zombie hog. Go check it out. Make sure you subscribe, follow, do all of it. Check out our sponsors. Check out Dirty Duck Coffee. Uh, just great stuff. Great folks. Uh, go back and listen to Nathan from Hunt Wise. Yes, Honest to God, great guy and very informational. It was a great podcast. That's, so that's, it was one of our best. We moments. always
1: say that's one of our best interviews, yeah. but that is one of our best interviews. It really is. That guy was
0: awesome for sure. Is so enjoy it, guys. We appreciate y'all listening and watching. Go to church. Go to church.